let me start off by saying, uh, whilst everyone else was focusing on a single incident, uh, which is the dubious penalty, um, of course, as football people, we know that it would be uh, fundamentally incorrect to focus on just a single decision, because referees would never have every single decision correct in a match. Even a referee that has had a poor day at the office can have several incorrect decisions. But when you look at the incorrect decisions, uh, there must be a fair split between the two teams if he's a poor referee on the day. Uh, It can never be uh, really a 50-50 split between the two teams. But the moment the bulk of incorrect decisions go against a particular team. That's where you start raising eyebrows and look for what I referred to in the report as a pattern of bias. Is it a deliberate pattern of bias? Now, in that report, we discovered that in the entirety of the match, there were 33 incorrect decisions by the referee. 30 of which went against South Africa. Hmm. Now, that proved a pattern of extreme and deliberate bias, which made us to then go and look at Article 18 of the FIFA Disciplinary Code, which says that the moment somebody unlawfully influences the course and or the outcome of a match, through any means of manipulation, then FIFA must take action. So that's the reason why the matter has been uh, before the D.C. uh, yesterday and and we await the outcome thereof. Mm -hmm. Did you manage to conclude your analysis of the second half of the game and how did it compare with your findings from the first half of the game? Because I know that you spent quite a number of hours on the first half. Uh, Well, having spent uh, five hours, 17 minutes analyzing the first half because it was so replete with incidents that needed to be stopped, replayed, looked at different angles, and then uh, the write-up for each incident. The the second half was a breeze because all of a sudden we moved from a referee who had a 37 accuracy rate in the first half which started to rise immediately after the penalty was given. And the second half, he had an 80% accuracy rate. Until uh, the last 15 minutes when uh, South Africa started piling on the pressure, and then the incorrect decisions came again. So there was a deliberate uh, attempt on the part of the referee to ensure that whatever South Africa was trying to do in that match, they would not win it. Mm-hmm. Without preempting the decision by FIFA, how strong is the case that SAFA have, considering the report you helped draft into the conduct of the Senegalese referee? Well, I, I wouldn't want to speculate uh, mm-hmm. because it, this is uncharted waters even for FIFA. It's the first time ever in the history of football that any member association has gone this route of analyzing the, the match in its entirety uh, from an independent expert in wrestling. So it has never been done before. Uh, we, we, we don't know what the attitude of FIFA generally would be to something like this, and looking forward and being uh, scared to create a precedent. 
uh, where the all of a sudden everybody starts getting independent uh, experts to analyze the performance of referees. So there is that part in me which hopes for FIFA to do the right thing and declare the match as having been unlawfully influenced and manipulated. But there's also the, the part in me which will understand if FIFA says at this early stage of this approach uh, to try and root out uh, deliberate bias, maybe this is a risky proposition to, to accept and maybe they will then decide against us. So um, I think at this stage, we are at uh, 50-50. It can go either way. Mm. Are you at this stage any clear as to when this crucial decision into the future prospects of Bafana Bafana may be announced by FIFA? Well, FIFA is uh, pretty swift on matters of this nature. I'm sure by the end of this week they will have written to the two associations to inform them of their decision. Uh, the, the committee only said yesterday, obviously, uh, the secretariat would then work on, on a report to uh, the executive, and then they will give the go-ahead for uh, the dispatch of the response to the two associations, and only thereafter will we know what the outcome has been. Just briefly, one listener mentioned that uh, normally FIFA would, would look at the VAR and, and not just the footage as such, as there was only one angle uh, from, from the broadcast that was sent. Uh, would that uh, be uh, something that uh, you, you are concerned about, perhaps? It is a, a great concern, uh, the fact that, by and large, there, there was uh, one angle, at least from the live feed, uh, I, I wouldn't know what the the production company that was hired to do the match had in, in the form of other angles that were not necessarily part of the live feed. Um, but look, it, on incidents where the footage was too poor or the angle too wide and far for us uh, to determine the correctness or otherwise of decisions, we stated in the report that uh, it is inconclusive. We, we can't make a definite determination. Mm-hmm. So obviously, because it was a FIFA event, FIFA hired the production company. If they would be able to obtain uh, other angles, uh, if there were any, mm-hmm. uh, from non-live cameras.